Welcome everyone to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. Good to have you with us. Um, we'll start off with a brief weather report. Unfortunately, my um, website refused to load, so we're going to have to do this for the weather channel. Um, whether I want to or not. So, yep, weather channel it is. And of course, it's going to shove their premium service down our throats, which we do not want, but we'll just um, disregard that. Right now, as of 7.01 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, it is 48 degrees with rain showers. It says it'll end around 10.30 a.m., obviously, so that's good. Here's a... Today's forecast for Dallas, um, this morning it'll be 48 with a 15% chance of rain, um, this afternoon it'll be 49 degrees with mostly cloudy skies with a 6% chance of rain, um, in the evening it'll be 41 degrees with an 8% chance of rain with clear night, and I'll just skip the overnight I guess. Whatever today in Dallas, it'll be it'll feel like 48. The high and low will be 51 and 35, respectfully. Humidity is 98%. Pressure is 30 is up 30.33 inches. Visibility is three miles. Sunrise is 7:20 a.m. and sunset is 4:48 p.m. Wind is is I believe south two miles per hour I think maybe southwest southeast two miles per hour maybe dew point is 48 UV index is none of 11 and the moon phase is a waxing gibbous whatever that means but it's getting pretty close to a new moon I think But anyway, um, well, I don't know. Maybe a new moon? I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, I'm not used to using the Weber channel, so there you go. Anyway, let's just read the daily forecast. Um, today it'll be 51 degrees with rain. Scattered showers, yep. With a 31% chance of rain. Thursday, um, that will be Thanksgiving, by the way. It'll be 48 degrees. With sunny skies. Yeah! And of course, it's going to show our amazing world, which mentions about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Hopefully, you'll see that tomorrow. On Friday, it'll be 49 degrees. On Friday, again, with sunny skies. On Saturday the 25th, it'll be 48 with sunny skies. And on Sunday the 26th, it'll be 47 with mostly sunny skies. And I believe that's your weather report, courtesy of the Weber Channel. And by the way, if you're wondering, the air quality index is 17, which is good. It's considered sexy Air pollution poses little or no risk.
again. I don't know why my website's not wanting to work for some reason, guys. If it's showing that it's refusing to connect or taking too long to respond. I think it has something to do with my hosting provider. Sometimes they do have problems. Our hosting provider, I believe, is Infinity Free. So, um, if you have any, if you have any, um, um, if you have any solutions on how to fix this issue, please let me know and let me know on how I can fix this issue on how why it's taking too long to respond. Maybe I can fix it for you, or I, well, you know, I mean. But anyway, um, we still—I still got like half of half of the segment left to talk with you guys. Um, I guess I can tell you um, what I saw last night. It was Trolls Band Together, and it was a good movie, guys. I will admit, Atlas is pretty cute, obviously. Obviously, just like every other animated movie. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, um, but basically this movie is about, um, a bunch of trolls. Obviously, um, you might recall in the very first Trolls movie back in 2016, where, um, <clears throat> I forget what the, the, I would have to look up the article, guys. I'll go ahead and do that right now, um, I don't need to, but there was like this group of, uh, Yeah, might as well look it up. I'll just look up the first one, I guess. Yep, the trolls are small, colorful. Perpetual happy creatures who like the same dance and hug all day. And they were, um, and they are discovered by the gigantic, ugly, and miserable Bergens. Who eventually can be, who eat them. But eventually they do become friends with them. And this is obviously discovered eventually by the, um, yeah. Now let's take a look. There's a sequel called Trolls World Tour. And then there's the third film, Trolls Band Gear, which obviously we saw yesterday. But yeah, um. And I remember, um, yeah, um, so yeah, it was a really good movie, um, so yeah, it's a pretty well-received film. 62% positive. Because band, Trolls Band of Air serves up an era amusing eye-catching outing that should irritate young fans of the franchise while remain perfectly painless for parents. That's cool. That's from Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, if you're wondering. Whereas Metacritic, 
which I forget who they're owned by. Um, it's a 53 out of 100, which is basically just an adequate Mr. Average review. But Simiscore gives it an A out of F, which is basically the same as the first film. Which is the one that we were that came out in 2016, by the way. And on post track, it's an 85% positive score, with 67% recommending the film. So, yeah, there you go. Um, oh, yeah, we're running out of time, guys. <laughs> you need to put some commercials in. So, I shall go ahead and do that. Um, should I put in um, this one? Okay. Hurry up and do this. Um, 50 seconds. 80 seconds. Alright, where is this one at? I'm on. That's, that's two minutes so far. Uh, we're pretty much at the 10 minute mark. <laughs> Half. I better hurry up. I don't know if I have enough time. Alright, I don't think I have enough time to put music in at the moment, so stay tuned. Coming up is Food Talk. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Dojo Camp, Paint the Town Red, and InSync, Better Place. From Trolls Band Together, as I was talking about earlier in Irony. <laughs> um, the first segment, that is. Anyway, uh, we're going to read this um, Food.com recipe that was not submitted by Food.com. It was submitted by Jonathan Melendez. Instant Pot Creamy Mac and Cheese. You'll never want to make regular mac and cheese again, you know. No more need to boil noodles and dirty a bunch of dishes. Because all you need is an instant pot. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry about that loud cough there. It's the creamiest mac and cheese you'll ever have. And the good news is it's only ready in 15 minutes. It serves 8 to 10. There's 14 ingredients though, so you'll need a lot. But it's only ready in 15 minutes. That's some good news. But here's the ingredients. You'll need one pound of dry macaroni noodles. Four cups of water. Four tablespoons of butter that's diced. One teaspoon of salt. One teaspoon of ground mustard for whatever reason. One teaspoon of garlic powder. One teaspoon of onion powder. One five-ounce can of evaporated milk. A half cup of whole milk. Two cups of shredded cheddar cheese. Two cups of shredded mozzarella cheese. Three ounces of cream cheese. Make sure it's diced. A half teaspoon of black pepper. One fourth teaspoon of chili powder, or one fourth teaspoon of cayenne pepper. 
Now here's the directions. There's three steps. Technically two, because the first step is really just a tip. Step one, combine the pasta, water, butter, salt, mustard, garlic powder, and onion powder in a six-quart instant pot. Lock on the lid and set the pressure cook on high for five minutes. Allow the pressure to naturally release for 10 minutes and manually release any residual pressure. <coughs> Step 2. Carefully open the lid and turn on the saute function. Stir in the evaporated milk, whole milk, cheddar, mozzarella, cream cheese, black pepper, and chili powder until the cheese is melted and it is creamy. Turn off the pressure cooker and serve warm. Now on to the tip. If you want a golden brown topping, you can transfer the mac and cheese to a casserole dish. Top with cheese and breadcrumbs, then place under the broiler until golden brown. And that is basically one of those simple and easy recipes that take only 15 minutes, basically. <coughs> Just looking for something easy to read. Um, uh, Freezer-friendly meals was this. Pizza bagel bites. Let's read this, shall we? Great to have on hand for a quick lunch or appetizer. You can add any of your favorite pizza toppings to the mix. Onions, peppers, sausage, cheddar cheese, etc., etc. My family prefers plain old pepperoni. Boring, but they love it. And apparently it spells favorite with a U, so apparently she must be British. <coughs> Alright, it's ready in 35 minutes. It yields 20 bagels. There are six ingredients. You'll need 20 miniature bagels cut in half. Two cups of mozzarella cheese, fin finely diced. One cup of pepperoni, finely diced or finely diced ham, whichever you prefer. One to one and a half half one to one and a half cup of pizza sauce, your favorite if you'd like. One teaspoon of Italian seasoning, and one teaspoon of oregano. Hopefully I read that right. On to directions. Step 1. Lay the bagels on a large cookie sheet. Step 2. Combine remaining ingredients and mix well. Step 3. Top each half of the bagel with about 2-3 to three tablespoons of the mixture. Step 4. Flash freeze on cookie for about 3 hours or until topping on bagels is firm. Step 5. Transfer 
<laughs> Sorry about my cough in this segment. Um, a lot. Anyway, I'll just repeat it. Step five. Transfer the large freezer bag. Label and freeze. <coughs> Step six. To serve, bake from frozen at 350 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes or until heated through and cheese melts. I believe that's it. And I do apologize for my coughing in this segment. I just... Yeah, I do apologize for my coughing this segment. I just really can't help it. So I do apologize for that. Um, Three minute commercial break there, I believe. One, two, two and a half, three. Yep, okay. I think I'll go ahead and, well... Should I put the music in now or later? I'll just put it in later. Um, I mean, if I put it in now, I'll know what I'm dealing with. But, um... But I don't really know what I want to play at the moment, so I'll just go ahead and um, wait until the commercial starts, I guess. But anyway, um, you're listening to Turkey Fox Radio Morning Club for Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. <clears throat> by the way, there will be no morning show tomorrow, by the way, because of it being Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, sad to say, so I do apologize for that because I will, it's a holiday. So, some exceptions will exist, unfortunately, sad to say. So, yep, no morning show tomorrow, guys. Sorry. And I'm sad that I'm sorry I did not do a morning show yesterday. In fact, we weren't even on the air at all yesterday for most of yesterday, early morning, actually, which is kind of interesting. Because the tablet wouldn't refuse to connect to the computer, obviously. I figured it out because it wants to debug with it. Which is usually the reason why I don't recommend those Android devices anymore. I usually just recommend Apple devices now because they work better. I have nothing against them, but needless to say, I think I just prefer Apple now. I think Apple's just a better option for everyone, but that's just my opinion on the matter. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Files Radio Morning Club. I just realized I forgot to mention what segment was coming up. TMZ Celebrity News is coming up next. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Given Back by Olivia Rodrigo and Doshi What It Is. Solo version on the Turkey Fox Radio Morning Club. There you go. Anyway, it is now time for TMZ Celebrity News. <coughs> to kick things off, we're going to start off with TMZ Sports. Lionel Messi. Match has been delayed after a huge brawl in the stands, and the fans have been beaten and bloodied. It's a brutal beatdown, alright, after all. 
A wild fight broke out just before Lionel Messi's game on Tuesday night. And the brawl became so large and so bloody, the soccer star's match was actually delayed so police could get everything under control. The skirmish inside of Marcana Stadium in Rio de Janeiro initially started as the national anthems for Brazil and Argentina were playing just before the World Cup qualifier match kicked off. And then there's a, tw- a post here on X that is showing up. And obviously it says it's sensitive. Let's see if we can view it. Okay, it's a video, but so I can't play that, I guess. But oh well. <laughs> but anyway, um... Well, there is some pictures here, obviously. Oh, it's pretty bad. Um, video from the scene shows fans from both teams who were seated near each other inside the venue began wailing on each other and quickly it turned into a massive fracas. Grown men were seen covered in blood while children seen nearby were in tears. I'm sure I would be too. (laughs) At one point during the action, the 40s had used batons on spectators to try to control the outburst. Messing their players on the pitch, meanwhile, eventually made their way over to the area of the combatants and pleaded with everyone to calm down. Ultimately, the soccer icon led his team off the field and back into the locker room before returning roughly half an hour later to play after the fighting had tailed off. Messi's Argentinian squad ended up besting Brazil 1-0, but the 36-year-old had to leave the contest early due to a groin injury. Afterwards, he told reporters he was grateful that the situation of Sanson escalated even further than it had did already. There could have been a disaster, Messi said. And following the win, Argentina now sits atop World Cup qualifying, while Brazil is currently in sixth place. Hmm. Now, on to Ha Notes. Ha Sues. Oats over hit songs. I can't go for that. No can do. <laughs> Hall and Oates, one of the most successful and iconic duos in music history, are not just out on the, are not just on the outs. They're both in litigation. They're in litigation. Daryl Hall um, has filed a lawsuit against his former music compadre, John Oates claiming some form of breach of contract. What's more, Hall got a restraining order against Oates this past Friday as well. Now, as for the details, though, well, the court file is sealed, We, but we have been able to piece together some info that could shed some light on this dispute. It appears from the docket Hall and Oates were in, in habitation over some dispute. Typically, musical groups have their own contracts, and it would seem Hall believes Oates violated that deal. As for what it could be, possibly a dispute over division of royalties, or it could be over Oates singing their songs and solo acts. Hall decided to amp things up a little bit, going to Nashville Chancery Court, 
and asking for a restraining order against his former partner, a restraining order which the judge indeed granted. But the fact is, is that Hall and Oates have been doing their own thing, on and off for years. Sometimes they reunited, but often performed solo. Although we don't know, it well could be Hall thinks Oates has no right to sing their songs during his concerts. Oates has been touring this year, most recently in Arizona earlier this month. Hall threw shade at Oates on Bill Maher's Club Random podcast, referring to Oates as his business partner and not his creative partner. But again, that makes it seem like Hall believes Oates has no right to belt out of their string of hits. And what's even more weird is, is that they co-wrote many of their songs. Isn't that interesting? Oh, did not mean to do that. <laughs> but anyway, um, on to the next story. Nudist colony horror. Older man charged with sexually assaulting girl in a clubhouse. And mom also finds lurid text as well. Ooh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> a 69-year-old man sexually assaulted a teenage girl at a Minnesota nudist colony over this over the summer, and he's now facing criminal charges for his alleged perversions. Last week, Stephen Wickland appeared in Economy County Court after he was charged with criminal sexual conduct for allegedly abusing the 14-year-old girl in July at Elkwood Club near Stacy, Minnesota, the Star Tribune reported, quoting a criminal complaint. Here's how all went down per the complaint. The girl was brought by her grandpas to the family-friendly nudist colony, where she encountered Wickland, who was described as a family friend. The colony enforces a strict no-sex policy, though, while offering non-clothing activities. While the two were in the, in the clubhouse, they allegedly started touching each other's bodies as Lickland assured her it was just fine and normal. When the girl asked him to stop, Lickland allegedly ignored, ignored her, placing her hand on his genitalia. He also allegedly sent her sexually explicit text messages and requests for naked photos of her and her friends. One message had read, Have you been masturbating or having sex with your girlfriend? The girl's mom later found the text, turning them over to the sheriff's office, which eventually launched an investigation. Zicklund was eventually arrested in November, which was this month, I think, and will face up to 15 years in prison and a $30,000 fine if he's convicted. It'll appear at the end, apparently. That's weird. <laughs> but I'll just go ahead and stop it there. <laughs> That's it for TMC Celebrity News. Ta-da! <laughs> Anyway, um, I am going to go ahead and stop it there, guys, as I said earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll put some commercials in really quick. Um, two minutes. Two and a half. 
three minutes, and I think I'll just put in the music now, I guess. Um, I do know what I want to put in. Um, so I could find it, that is. Um, where you at? There you are. Now I find the other one. By the way, the next segment that's coming up is, you guessed it, Pokemon News at 8 a.m. Now, I would play some Pokemon Go, which we might, but I think I don't feel like getting reckless this time, like what happened last time. So, um, I think before we do that, let me go ahead and load up Pokemon.com first. Not power, you dummy. There we go. Pokemon.com loaded now. What I was doing was I was just loading the Pokemon official website, if you're wondering. Um, ahead of time, so I wouldn't have to deal with that anymore. I just loaded it ahead of time, obviously, so I wouldn't have to um, load it during the commercial break. And also, I could kill off some time before I had to trigger the commercial break. And even then, I still have some time left. <laughs> But anyway, um, coming up it, after the commercial break is Jungkook and Jack Harlow 3D. <laughs> yeah. And after that is Bad Habit, Steve Lacey. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up is Pokemon News. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Right after this in the second half of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Bad Habit by Steve Lacey and Jungkook and Jack Harlow 3D on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. And it is now time for Pokemon News. Alright, let's read the incredible artwork of Scarlet and Violet. Paradox Rift. <coughs> Alright, enter the Rift and check out some of the incredible artwork from the latest Pokemon TCG expansion. <coughs> um, the latest Pokemon train card game expansion, Scarlet Violet Paradox Rift, is here, and with it comes lots of incredible new Pokemon artwork. Join us for a look at some of the illustrations that caught our eye in this expansion, including Artist Spotlight and more. Let's start off with Art by Kana Natadia. Whatever depicting Pokemon or human characters, artist Conan and Tadia is quite adept at injecting their subject with loads of personality. Just look at this Morpeko card. While exploring the woods at night, we've stumbled across the two-sided Pokemon while it's in its hungry mode. And it's none too happy about the intrusion. The little Pokemon's fierce red eyes and scowl as it looks over lit as it looks over its shoulder perfectly capture that moment of surprise and anger. Uh, 
On the opposite end of that mood scale is Parcel Lady, uh, is Parasol Lady, who looks as happy as can be. Despite the weather, though, things still look bright and cheerful anyway, suggesting a gentle spring shower. The Tanda's par- parasol lady gets a chance to shine even more on this ultra-rare card. Once again, this trainer is unfazed by the rainy weather thanks to her sunny smile, and we suppose her trademark parasol. The detail of the multicolored field of flowers she's walking through makes the scene even more pleasant, by the way. Wibbly Lobbly. It's important to have a flexible strategy when battling in the world of Pokemon, you know. But these Pokemon take their advice to the extreme also by being extremely flexible themselves. My brother might be coming soon, by the way, to let me know to take my meds eventually, just to let you know. Um, so be aware of that. Um, but anyway, um... Toto's Tool, um, illustration by Tomo's Kazu Komiya, is stepping out on its long tentacle-like legs that, quite frankly, hardly look capable of supporting the Pokemon 72.8 pounds. Given that they can, however, we wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of a kick from one of those limber limbs. Liglet, on the other hand, illustration by Shibazoa, shows off its pliable nature by turning its entire body into an archit- into an arch. Seeing a group of these Pokemon and amid similarly shaped underwater plants makes for a very charming scene. Gloomy, but gorgeous though. When you admire the artwork on Pokemon TCG cards, it's natural to be immediately drawn to these card to those cards featuring the bright and colorful illustrations. This makes it extra important to take a closer look at some of the darker, more somber cards, and you'll often find they're teeming with delightful, dreary details. Just look at the dower setting which Phoebus has, illustration by Tetsu Kama, lives. Areas engulfed in the shadows, litter on the seafloor, and faded plants suggesting murky waters, the perfect place for the Pokemon that's been referred to as shabby and ugly. But we still love it, though. Given the thick brown fog surrounding Garbodor, Illustrations by Aya Kasubi. You likely wouldn't want to be standing next to this Pokemon, but we'll certainly admire it anyway. And that cross hat shading is from afar, also. If you're wondering. Now, on to truly electrifying art. There are many, many artists who create illustrations. For the Pokemon TCG. And of course, they all bring their own vision to the game. But sometimes it is fun to compare the artist's individual takes to see how shockingly different they can be. Just look at Blitzel, illustration by Shinji 
Conda here. Long-time Pokemon TCG players can likely immediately identify a Conda piece thanks to the distinct sketchy style and bold contrast of deep dark blacks and loud vibrant colors. That glow around Blitzel's mane really gives the impression that it's crackling with energy. In sharp contrast is this Joltek, illustration by Kata Amidol Yarabogaki. Hard to pronounce that name, by the way. This relatively gentle scene shows the d diminutive attaching Pokemon nimbling on Orenberry. And it's painted in such a way that you can see the thick brush strokes lending a softer, more natural feel to the work. Two very different approaches to creating Pokemon TCG art, but they're equally beautiful regardless. Last but not least, A Light in the Darkness. The use of light and shadow in illustration can be used to create some very distinct moods. This technique is used effectively on the Gorgeist, illustration by Nisimano card. The cool, muted colors of the background are shattered by the warm glow emanating from the jack-o'-lantern face on its belly. The chilling effect is doubled by the face's reflection on the ground beneath the Pokemon's feet. Lightning is all, lighting is also effectively used on the Minior, illustration by Okayubio card, to show a stylized view of tall buildings in a city at night. The light shine through the tight cluster of buildings that seem to travel downward into infinity, creating a claustrophobic view. The varying degree of light breaking through the shadows only intensif intensifies this feeling. Well, keep on up, Lord Minoyer. You'll reach the open sky yet. But keep in mind, though, this is only a small sample of over the hierarchy cards that can be found in Scarlet and Violet Paradox Rift Expansion. And as you will open your new booster packs, be sure to pay attention to the artwork you discover. You'll be bound to find some awesome artwork that you attack, that you will connect with. And apparently there's some new Mareep um, research thing going on right now in Pokemon Go. I just got a notification about it. But we're out of time, guys. We can't play Pokemon Go. Oh. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, maybe we'll play Pokemon Go in the next segment, guys. But very unlikely, though, because um, we just don't really do that. But anyway, um, maybe I'll make it up to you guys. We'll see. Um, because obviously we're not doing a morning show tomorrow, obviously, with it being a holiday. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um and that does really stink, guys. I didn't get to play Pokemon Go, but oh well. Um, I guess that's just how the way things are, I guess. Anyway, coming up, I might play Pokemon Go and make up for it. Very unlikely, though, guys. But anyway, stay tuned. Coming up in the next segment will very likely, very likely be a surprise. So stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. Don't go away. 
That was Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo and Bacar Helen back on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Knock on wood. <laughs> Alright, for this segment, I think we're just going to do um, a continuation of Pokemon News, guys. Unfortunately, well, kind of, sort of. This is where we're going to be playing Pokemon Go now. Um... Usually I do something different in this segment, but I couldn't think of anything I want to do, because again, this is like the one I usually have problems figuring out, so there you go. But I figure this time we'll just play Pokemon Go instead, just just to change things up a little bit. So here we go. driving. Alright, looks like Jolteon's back. I got no coins today, obviously. So that means I'll get plenty of coins today. Yes, I hope I do. There are ghost-type Pokemon here. Nope. Sorry if that's a little bit too loud. Um, <laughs> Who's Dragonite is that? Not mine, obviously. And I can't get... I can't interact with it because it's too far away, obviously. To make an attempt to cost just Pomni, though. Do that now. <laughs> Alright. That's a four day streak now. Only a one star upon me. Again, you want to praise these Pokemon. To see if they're worth anything. But since it's only one star, I'm going to throw it to the recycle bin now. I, I should say transfer, I should say. For the experience in candy. Up next, Woobat. Pretty um, cheap Woobat, I should say. Might as well throw it a candy berry. Should try curveballs, guys. Those ones are make it easier. Still haven't figured that out yet, though. Still think I deserve more candy, though. Yeah, Zilch, obviously. This is the last one, I think. So this one's a little bit tougher than the last few, but I'm gonna try anyway. Got it. That's good. Uh, field research has complete. That's nice. Oh, 
it's only one star. I guess I'm gonna get thrown away whether I want to or not. Well, I guess I can get my berries at least so back, I guess. That's good. Oh well. I guess I got some berries out of it at least. That's better than nothing. Okay, what does the shop want this time, I wonder? Oh, it probably wants to claim my daily box. Alright, I guess I gotta do that then. <laughs> so I'll stop complaining, it will. Good enough for me. <laughs> at least I'll get some items out of it, at least. <laughs> and I might as well heal up Jolteon while we're at it. Probably other two. <coughs> That's it. Now let's try this Vulpix for size. Um, oh yeah, she's gonna be terrible. Um, might as well throw candy berry just for candy. That worked. A little bit concerned it wouldn't. Oh, it broke free. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frame your river. Just throw cheat balls at you then. That's the audience then. <laughs> Guess I'm not getting the extra candy whether I want to or not. But it doesn't matter though, it's not worth anything anyway. But anyway, yeah. Soon, maybe. We'll see you goes tight. See you at all. New friend last yesterday was a um, guy called 1 800 Hot Dog Water. Cool screen name, by the way, I will admit. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if he listens to my radio station, I don't think he does. Um, but yeah, um, I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, Obviously, it's saying it's raining. Which I think it is. I think, I think the website, whatever channel said it was raining. Um, 
balloon is there for hovering over me. To get some sponsor thing or whatever we can tap on to get items, I think. But I think it requires the use of AR, which I'm not going to do. Because I don't really feel like doing that right now. But we're running out of time anyway, guys. So there you go. So, yeah. Um, so that is pretty much a continuation of Pokemon News. Playing Pokemon Go. But anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and throw in a commercial break here really quick. That's a one and a half minute so far. Um, two minutes. Um, I'll just do that, I guess. Hopefully that'll work. Maybe. We'll have to cut off a little bit. We'll see. Guess I'll put in the music now, I guess. Um... I put in, um, I'll put in, um, oh, um, Bad Idea Right and Fast Car. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for, um, Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. Coming up in the last segment is News and Weather, so stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Fast Car Luke Combs, Olivia Rodrigo, Bad Idea Right, on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, Knock on Wood. <laughs> anyway, for the final segment, we're just going to do traditional news and weather, guys, so let's go to Oregon Live. Alright, Oregon Live, otherwise known as the Oregonian, um... Well, actually, first thing I want to do is lead the weather. Um, let's get that over with while we're at it. Right now, as of 8.41 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, it is 47 degrees and cloudy. <coughs> uh, it feels like 47, obviously. Um... The daily forecast, today will be 51 and cloudy. Thursday will be 48 and sunny. Friday will be 49 and sunny. Um, Saturday will be 47 and sunny. And Sunday will be 47 and mostly sunny. Uh, looks like that's your quick little weather forecast. Alright, back to the news now. Um, Alright, let's see what we got here. Um, latest. Um, Oregon gun control measure 114 permanently blocked by Harney County Judge. The state will appeal, though. Let's read this. <coughs> okay, this is a really short story. Um... So we'll just skip that, I guess. It's just really short. Um, uh, yeah, we'll just skip that. Um, 
Uh, I don't really know what I want to read about, guys. Um, Oregon lifted 8,000 driver's license suspensions last year, but few have taken advantage. Uh, uh, let's read about the Mega Millions numbers. Um, yeah, let's read about this. Are you tonight's lucky winner? Grab your tickets and check your numbers. The Mega Millions lottery jackpot continues to rise after someone won the $360 million prize back on October 6th, after all. Here are the winning numbers in Tuesday's drawing, by the way. These are the numbers, by the way, if you're wondering. They're listed on their website now. Here are the numbers. The numbers are 17, 22, 25, 30, 38, the Mega Ball number is 24, and the Mega Plier is 4X. This, the estimated jackpot for the drawing is $289 million. The cash option is about $133.3 million. If no one wins, the jackpot will climb higher for the next drawing. According to the game's official website, the odds of winning are the jackpot are 1 in 302, 575, 350. So obviously it's a very slim chance and very rare. <laughs> Players will pick six numbers from two separate pools of numbers. Five different numbers from 1 to 70 and one number from 1 to 25. Or select easy pick if they wish. A player wins the jackpot, jackpot by matching all six winning numbers in the drawing. Jackpot winners may choose whether to receive 30 annual payments, each 5% higher than the last, or a lump sum payment if they wish. Mega Millions drawings are Tuesdays and Fridays and are offered in 45 states. Washington, D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Tickets only cost $2. Alright, that's it for that. Um, I think we got time for one more very short story. Um, um, see, we already read about the best burger that other day. Um, well, let's read about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, this is kind of long, but I'll read about anyway. It says the 2023 holiday season is finally here, and that means it's time for the 97th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The parade featuring performers, floats, and beloved balloons will air live from New York on NBC and Peacock, starting at 5.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Wow, that's pretty early. <laughs> 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, November 23rd. Might as well watch it time delayed. Um, you can watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on FUBU, where you can get a free trial or with Peacock, which only costs $5.99 per month, $6 estimated. Um, there's going to be Ashley Park brand in front of the Macy's Herald Square after making three more stops. Here's how you can watch it. It's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. There's a link to FUBU TV, obviously. It takes place um, tomorrow at 5.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 
The TV channel is NBC and Peacock. Peacock is owned by NBC, by the way. And here's how you can stream the parade. You can watch it on Fubo live. It's a free trial, by the way. Or you can stream it also on Peacock if you if it's it's only six dollars per month rounded up. But if you're out of free trials though, you can sign up for Fubu for twenty-five dollars for the first month round up, then thirty-two ninety-nine per month after that. And that's it for that story. So there you go. Um and I think we'll just go ahead and stop it there, guys. Simple as that. So there you go. Um anyway, that's it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, everyone. It's been good having you with us. Um I still got like two minutes to talk with you guys, but like I said, there's going to be no morning show tomorrow, guys, sadly, because again, we are, um, because again, it's going to be a holiday, so there you go. But maybe there will be a morning show, um, the day after Thanksgiving, we'll see what happens, but, um, we'll see. But anyway, it's been good having you with us, I'm sorry to do a morning show yesterday, um, in fact, we weren't even on the air at all pretty much more most of the morning yesterday because, again, my tablet was giving me big problems yesterday. I even had to go as far as getting a Wi-Fi extender like my brother, eldest brothers have because, apparently, my tablet throws a pitch to the fit because of how far the router is. I mean, the router ain't that far, so why is it pitching a fit about it? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. At all. And I don't know why it would pitch a fit about it. So I don't know what was going on there, but it's just how it is, guys. Don't know what is beyond me, but this is why usually when it comes to smart devices like smartphones and stuff like that, I usually recommend the iPhone. Because Apple devices, I should say, because they work better and they're easier to use and they are, you, they just work better, I should say. Um, that's just my opinion on the matter. And I know some people hate Apple, um, like Anthony, obviously, well, I don't think he has anything against Apple, but I think he just doesn't care for them. But anyway, I'm just going to shut up now. Thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. I think I'll see you on Friday, I guess. But anyway, thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.